Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hi. Hi. Okay, so... I'm going to start off with a sad story from this week. Desi. I'm so sorry, but I will tell you, this is one of those stories where I did not know this person who died. And then, of course, when I saw people mourning them, I looked them up and was crying my eyes out. And that is Pot Roast, <gasps> one of the most beloved cats on TikTok. Did you know Pot Roast before Pot Roast died this week? I didn't, but... I had heard about a cat named Pot Roast from TikTok, and then like literally a week later, I saw that Pot Roast had died. Well, that's what happened to me. I saw people mourning Pot Roast, and I was like, who's Pot Roast? And I, like, of course, went to TikTok, found the videos, and was sobbing, because mm. I, I was like, I didn't even know who this cat was, <laughs> and now I'm like sobbing over another cat, and it was uh, very sad. Pot Roast is one of TikTok's was was one of TikTok's most beloved cats with close to 1 million followers. Um, apparently, this cat had health issues yeah. when it was adopted. Uh, it had FIV, which is obviously something cats can survive with a long time. But if you have other uh, problems, things can go bad rapidly. And that's what happened. I watched some of the videos she posted where... Pot Rose says what, it was at the vet and when he, he was... Or sorry, she was being put to sleep... Uh, and it was very sad. Everyone was definitely mourning Pot Roast on Twitter as well. That's where I saw the story. But it's a cute little, uh, cute little cat. Yeah. Very sweet girl. I'm glad that she was so beloved Aww. in her final years. She was really cute. I um, mean, I, I have many times shed real tears for cats I only know from the internet. It's true. And it, it definitely seemed to hit. I think in this day and age, especially if you have this positive thing you look forward to every day, like I think people really loved looking at her videos and seeing how pot roast was. They called her the taxidermy cat and I couldn't quite figure out why, but I think it was because she was so easy and just would stay for these videos and didn't really move Mm. a ton Mm -hmm. because she's very comfortable with her owner. I'm guessing that's why. Uh, She's definitely a little scraggly girl. She's fluffy. she's fluffy white, but she looks a little scraggly, which I love. Yeah. Both Rachel and I love those type of cats. So yeah, uh, it was nice to see everyone love this cat and support the owner who I'm sure had a very uh, difficult week. Um, so another sort of, I'm going to get my little celebrity stories out of the way. Um, so this one I saw Dolly Parton made it, made it public that she wants the Mexican pizza back on the Taco Bell menu. She did. Did you know that Dolly Parton is a Taco Bell gal? 
I didn't. Uh, yes, she so loves Taco Bell. She might make this happen. So as we all know, she has a Jenny's ice cream flavor that is returning at this time of year. It looks really good to me. It's like I don't strawberry. Know this. Uh, yeah. Is this something people it, know? Yes. Last year it came out as a limited edition and it's back this year. It's like a strawberry ice cream with like pretzels. It looks really good. Mm. Um, if I, I like a salty sweet combo. So it looks very good. She's doing interviews about this as well as some of her other um, charity work. And the the reporter asked her, um, he said, I heard you're a huge Taco Bell fan. And she was asked about her favorite order. This reporter is a reporter after our own hearts. I agree. She says, I like soft shell tacos. I like the others, but they fall apart so bad, especially if you're riding around. Uh, She doesn't want to get taco shells all over her. I don't have that problem. I've gotten it in my cleavage. Me too. It's been there all day. I literally went... I got a when I got my cashmere um, sweatsuit. I literally the first day I wore it, I went to Taco Bell for some reason. <laughs> it was covered in shredded cheese, shell, shredded and lettuce, lettuce, all of all of it. Because you can't take a bite of those fuckers no, without it, it going everywhere. My favorite thing: eating all the crumbles <laughs> that have gone into the the paper holder. <laughs> Me too. You got to fucking chug it down. That that's like the best little after treat. So she also says. <laughs> Wow! Someone's someone's mad at me still for this skidabadoo. Such a nice, tasty after treat. Very good. Okay, have your fun. Okay, continue. So she gets her tacos supreme style, which means with sour cream. Don't they always come with sour cream? No, you have to say supreme. Right, right, right. You got to get it supreme. Well, I always order something that has supreme in the title. Yes, I have accidentally forgot to say Supreme, and it's sad. It's devastating. Um, So she says she gets rice and beans as well, and she likes mild sauce. She doesn't like it to get too hot. Uh, Really? I don't feel like like any sauce at Taco Bell is too hot. No. When I'm like, I'll have El Scorcho as if I'm a tough... Oh, yeah, like the hottest one at... I don't know what the hottest one at Taco Bell is. Um, And I get that. It's like, I'll have the hottest one you have. And it's like, you know what? This is still very uh, mild to me. I agree. Um, But... Her biggest reveal was that um, during this interview, they asked her, um, without prompting, she said, they used to make a little, I think they still do it, one of the, make a little Mexican pizza, which is also good. I love that. Now, she didn't realize that Taco Bell had an, had axed the Mexican pizza. This is a huge news story. Was it like a few years ago? When they got this, everyone was very angry. They got rid of it. There was, yes, there was a petition with over 170,000 signatures to save the Mexican pizza. <laughs> this is how, this is, these are, these are, this is when I have faith in humanity. Me too. Is when people come together for a common good like this. Absolutely. This reporter asked her if he thought that they should bring back the Mexican pizza. And she said, I think they should. And then she thought to herself and she said, I think they should. <laughs> So her hopefully Dolly Parton can do what none of the other 170,000 petition signers could do and actually convince Taco Bell to bring back the Mexican pizza. It was good. It's a it's a pretty good Taco Bell dish. Yeah. Like it's it's up there for sure as yeah. a memorable uh dish. To me, the best thing on the menu still I, is the Crunchwrap Supreme. I still I still don't think I've had one. Oh, it's so good. I just love the Taco Bell. I love the Dorito tacos. 
They're just I, perfect. See, I haven't Their even crunchy had that. tacos are just perfect to me, and I like the Dorito ones. Um, but I, I'll try a crunch wrap. It always it, looks kind of big, even though I get like three no, tacos. No, no, it's the perfect size. <laughs> and the good thing about the crunch wrap supreme is you don't get the explosion all over you. It stays right. It stays contained because it's in the flour, flour tortilla. But you still get the crunch because there's a corn tortilla shell. Well, I've gotten in there. The, I've gotten the cheesy gordita crunch. So it's like it's that, similar. but in a, in a hexagon. Okay, it's fucking delicious. Um, another celebrity in the news this week, if you can call him that, is Chet Hanks. Now I have to say, if I've never made a public apology <laughs> for this, I regret ever finding any amusement. Uh, out of Chet Hanks, I think he's an absolute moron now. Like there was a brief period where it was like kind of funny to me, but obviously other bad things have come out about him. But he really crossed a line this week when he publicly stated that he did not grow up with a strong male role model. How do you say that if your dad is literally America's dad? Tom this Hanks. guy is a little bitch. And it's sad that Tom Hanks won't kick his ass. <laughs> like honestly, it is like it, ridiculous. He's acting like his dad is like Charlie Sheen. Your dad's yeah. fucking Tom Hanks, dude. Obviously, you can have an estranged relationship with your parent, even if they're good and the child is an idiot, like this situation. Um, but that's just a ridiculous thing to say. Uh, he posted a video this week called "The Truth About Growing Up as a Hanks." Um, this was on his YouTube channel. He said, my experience was even more complicated because on top of fame already being toxic, I wasn't even famous. It's like, please learn this lesson already. Uh, he said that he was perceived as arrogant, entitled, and spoiled by his peers, mm. which is all accurate. <laughs> and he didn't have a strong male role, male role model, male role model to impress on him that they are just jealous of you. This guy's an idiot. Why doesn't Colin Hanks act like this? And Elizabeth, his daughter from his first marriage as well. Uh, so, you know, Hanks, there's another second Hanks brother. That's Rita's son, Truman. And Truman he doesn't, Hanks. He, doesn't, he doesn't cause all this hubbub. We don't, we never, we never even hear about him. I've never even heard of Truman no, Hanks. No, he is, that's his younger brother. That's a real Truman person? is 26 years old. Uh, that is the younger son of Tom and Rita, and Hanks is the older one. And then, and then Tom obviously has two older children from a previous marriage. So Chet also complains that he is prejudged by people. It is extremely hard to break down their walls. So I've encountered a lot of disdain, a lot of animosity and negativity because everyone is just prepared to hate my guts. I mean, he really does nothing to really endear himself uh, to people. He had a brief window where we were all enamored with him. It was like a week, and then obviously we found out bad bad things that he had done to women. But he's just kind of, it's like he wore out his welcome. It's like yeah. when I thought he was like a little himbo, it was kind of cute and funny. Yeah. But when I quickly realized he was not that, it just sort of lost its charm. He's also very public now about ranting against vaccines and masks, even though his parents were one of the first celebrities to kind of have COVID That's publicly. when everyone was like, wow, this is serious. Yeah. No, remember I remember that? that. They were like in Australia or something and well, they were like completely quarantined. Ironically, uh, that was the beginning of the Chet Hanks yes. phenomenon because he made that <laughs> video where he said, yeah, it's true. My parents got coronavirus. Weird. Yes. That was sort of his first big splash. And he came off as sort of this himbo <laughs> right. who was sort of harmless and like whatever. He was definitely inappropriate as far as like picking up certain lingo and like making a fool of himself, but he definitely seemed just kind of 
like a himbo. Yeah. And then I, obviously he's uh, worse. So that's the other celebrated news. But we still love Colin Hanks. He's a very hot man. Oh, I love Colin. And I love, I like Tom too. Yeah. Uh, I'm a fan. So this story we probably just missed last week. Um, this is a post Super Bowl story, but it definitely fits our MO because it, it involves poop. Desi, now, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Tushy, which is a bidet company, offered people $10,000. Okay, I specifically <laughs> skipped this. I specifically skipped this story last week when well, I why? did the, because <laughs> I said this is fucking I just think it's amazing because I saw this story last week when I did the mini episode and I said no. That's that's Well, gross, I did not say us. no. <laughs> I did not say no. I said this how did we miss this one? <laughs> we missed it cuz I I tried to bury this story. I tried to bury it. Well, you couldn't bury it from me, honey, cuz I know how to use Google. <laughs> And I put in weird news <laughs> for a search term when I don't have many stories. And here's what came up. Tushy, a bidet company, offered $10,000 to the best post-Super Bowl poop photo in uh. what it calls Super Bowel Monday. <laughs> I didn't even read this article. So this was uh, an this online... From? This is from Huffington Post. It was an online competition by Tushy Bidet. Uh, to have people send in these pictures. I don't know what fucking lucky person got to review them all. That's what I'm saying. Who is the poor <laughs> underpaid staff worker? Who had to look at these poops. And also, what qualifies best? Right. Is like, there a scale? Do you want diarrhea? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to log? Like what? Are, what are we? What are we talking? I know we have some viewers who are like, no. Um, a lot of people saw lots of opportunities here. They were like, we can make NFTs. No, why don't we combine all story of them? Is demonic. I don't know what happened. I haven't seen an update on this story. <laughs> who won? Uh, <laughs> who won the Hanks won. <laughs> Someone said everybody. Tushy tweeted, everybody poops, and it's time for that someone to make a bunch of money. It's like, no, it's not. We should not be sharing pictures of our poop unless it's with our doctor and he requested it. (laughs) Don't do it if he doesn't ask. (laughs) I'm not responsible. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, there's not much more story here. Just a lot of reaction on Twitter where people are very upset uh, about it. People said Satan came up with this campaign. It's a very weird campaign. Uh, for sure, and it's just everything is wrong. And Tushy, Tushy did make a request because apparently they said, "Please do not send poop pics now," because <laughs> people started sending them immediately, and they wanted post Super Bowl ones, right? That I'm guessing count if it's yeah. Fun. So it's like, look, we have to do this, but we don't have to start till Monday. So please <laughs> let us enjoy our final weekend I'm not, before we're haunted. I'm also not buying a bidet called Tushy. <sighs> That's. Tushy's like a word, honestly, like I remember one of my stepdads saying it oh to me. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so I always associate it with like an inappropriate way. It's like, oh. don't say tushy to me. I'm a young lady. <laughs> you just I met me. I don't like the word tushy. It's something like There's something creepy about it. About <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's trying to be innocent. Just say tukus. Or just say butt. <laughs> I don't know what tushy. It's so gross because it's had it, it rhymes with squishy. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. So now let's get to some really dumb stories. 
<laughs> I mean, that, that one was pretty dumb. This one says, man races to save woman washed up on beach. What? Only to discover it's a headless sex doll. <laughs> Did you see this one? Where's this out of? Well, it's from, the, um, is it the mirror? Mary oh, so UK. you know it's good. <laughs> so you know it's true. <laughs> <laughs> a pensioner had the shock of his life when he raced to save a woman who washed up on the beach, but discovered it was a human-sized headless sex doll. Chris Ford was looking for driftwood after a recent storm when he came across a mutilated silicon female body with all of her bits on show, he said. All of her bits. He must have got a little excited at first. <laughs> He's like, what's that? I think British people say bits. Yeah, I like that. Uh, he had always feared he would discover a human body during one of his uh, driftwood sweeps, but was relieved really? to discover... That's something he thought about? <laughs> That's a, that was like a concern of his? I guess. I've, I, I've thought of that sometimes. Like, what if I, on my job... Well, because I, I, I just... Or like when I'm on a walk or like... Do you know what I'm saying? Because you always hear people coming across a dead body That's when true. they jog. That's true. I'm not saying I think it's going to happen, but it's crossed my mind. Like, I wonder if that would ever happen to me. Like, yeah. that would be horrible. Uh, so like he the guys, said... Like the guys in... Um, Stand By Me. Well, oh. no. I was talking about in real life in uh, Bronson <laughs> Canyon. Yes. The head. Right. Like when you're going on these hiking trails we and stuff. A, we did an episode right. about that. So... I was just looking through our old episode titles, trying to come up with that list. I think, and it, I saw the he- I saw the Bronson, like whatever the title I was. I think like, it was called like the, the Hollywood head, head. The Hollywood Head. I was like, oh yeah. Um, so he had always feared this, um, but he was relieved to discover that the victim was just a sex doll. He quickly called his partner over to take pictures, <laughs> and they both left in hysterics. I mean, that must have been a real low to a real high. Yeah. Uh, when you discover what that is, so yeah. I mean, I guess they weren't. I guess they can't find the original owner. <laughs> no one's going to come claim that, right? It's he probably- said maybe his theory was that a fisherman's wife found it on a boat and threw it overboard when she found it. She was just disgusted. That's a very uh, detailed theory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have no idea if that's what happened. But yeah, um, I guess we could probably take a break. Yeah, let's take a break. Okay. Okay. 
Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Canon, Fenty Beauty, and Dyson. I can't wait to shop for all of my summer fashion and beauty needs, and we'll definitely be checking out Ulta and Adidas. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can really save by stacking cash back on top of other deals. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. It's the time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Membership is free, and it's all happening May 6th to May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost on top of Big Give Week cashback rates. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while shopping. Desi, what'd you watch this week? You already told me that you finished Ozark. I finished Ozark. What are you going to watch now? Have you seen the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre? No. I I have a few options. I someone I know has Scream Five, so I can watch that. Oh, uh, but I have to finish Scream Four first because I didn't finish it. Uh, so I might watch that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know what I'm in the mood for. You kind of can. You're you're slowly convincing me to do Criminal Minds. I want you so bad to do it because I want. <laughs> I wish you could give me like the best episodes. I because I know you. I don't know how to. I don't have to really watch anything. I could just plop in wherever. Yeah, but it is fun when you get to know the characters yeah. really well. I, I mean, mean, like the cops or whatever. The not the cops. The I guess they're cops. They work for the FBI. The fucking profiling team. Yeah, the profilers. Yeah. Um. So yeah. That plus you got to watch the first two seasons because Mandy Patinkin's on it. Oh, he's only on the first two seasons. <laughs> yeah, and he's like famously quoted as saying he was like, "I can't believe I did that piece of shit show." <laughs> oh, okay, maybe I'll commit to the first two seasons. But then you're gonna get hooked. Well, that's what I'm saying. I commit think if I commit it. to the first two seasons, being like, "Oh, I'll just watch these Mandy Patinkin ones," because I really want to get like I really would love to get text messages from you, <laughs> like at random points during the night that are yes. like telling me about a specific incident that happened that you're like, this is disgusting. Um, I can't remember what, oh, there was a few things I, because I want to get back on my walking because my body feels completely broken. Yeah. Uh, so I was like thinking of things I could watch because I was like, oh, I'll watch all of the Love is Blind. Cause we Wait, might... walking like on a treadmill? Yeah, I have a treadmill. So I was thinking like, I might get my walking back on track if I can just do that. Love is blind. Yeah, so I was like, I'm going to watch Love is Blind. So maybe I need some things like that will that will kind of I can watch on the treadmill yeah. type shows. We have an upcoming If you're not watching Love is Blind on Netflix, most of the new season just is dropped already. They're saving the finale episode for the 25th. And Upon which time Desi and I are going to go on our friend Kara's podcast. Yes, I'm really a, excited. And give a recap. I'm very excited. Everyone's business but mine. Uh, Subscribe. So, yes. And I actually do have 
two podcasts this week to recommend. Me too. Oh, you do? Well, I have a new podcast I was listening to. Oh, good. What are you listening to? Can you go first? Because I'm looking for the title of mine. So I've been listening to this podcast called What Was That Like? And it's basically, it's kind of, it's kind of like, this is actually, what's that podcast called? This is actually happening. Yeah. Do you know that one I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. It's kind of like that, but the, it's the guy he's just in, it's like a two people. It's like the guy interviewing the people. Right. Asking them literally, what was that like? And it's all these like, it's interviews with people who have been through some like really crazy shit. Like, um, I listened to this one episode where somebody fell off a cliff and they oh, described wow. what, what it was like falling off a cliff. Ooh. I listened to like someone who was in a plane crash. The latest up ep- or the last ep- I've been like bouncing around. Yeah. Cause there's like a hundred episodes. And the latest one I listened to was this guy who ate his own foot <gasps> after he had it amputated from a motorcycle accident. Oh my God. And I had actually read this story in Vice, I think. Like, yeah, that sounds really familiar. Like years ago. Like he actually had a friend who was like a professional chef. Yes. I remember this story. Okay, he interviewed that guy. I remember that story in, it was in a, Vice. It was a riveting interview and it just like made me think like because I because like it's one thing to read an article but to like hear someone like verbalize it it just was right like, it was just great to hear it and then you can kind of get follow-up questions that you don't always get in an, yes. an article so he asked things like you know he's like can you describe what it tasted like what was the p- preparation I'm really glad the interview yes the interviewer asked him like what was the cooking preparation that's what you want to know I want to know that and it got me thinking Desi would you eat your foot if you had that opportunity? Like, no, would you taste absolutely human not. I would meat? not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. I would only do it if I absolutely had to. Right. Like not just for fun. Like alive. Yeah. Or Donner Party. Like even that would be hard for me. Yeah, to get over that mentally, but I think you could but that push would, yourself to yes, do it. Yes, if you're starving to death, but I would right. never do it just for fun. No. Or curiosity. I'm, I'm not, just not curious. I'm not that curious. Um, but I really enjoyed hearing this guy talk about. Of course, I I'm wanted to definitely, know that story is wild, and yeah. I'm glad people exist that do want to do stuff like that because I like hearing about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I it was it's an interesting podcast. I like podcasts like that where it sort of runs the gamut of like weird life experiences that you're like would just naturally be curious about hearing yes. someone survive that. So anyway, that's like the new show I've been listening. That to. That sounds really good. What is it again? What was that like? What was that like? Okay, so I have two podcasts. The first one, it's kind of, it's not, you know, it's like more of a history podcast, I guess. It is by um, John Ronson, who's pretty well known for writing. Did he write that book? On the the woman on the plane? I just read that book. Oh, you did? I literally just read that like a month ago. Yeah, it's a great book. Yeah. He has a new BBC podcast out that explores... Um, culture war issues and he does like a really interesting thing where he'll go into the background of this guy who like lived with his dad in Switzerland and they created the first anti-abortion documentary and it like leads up to the fact where the guy who watched it ends up killing this other woman's uncle who was an abortion doctor provider. Jesus. But it's like an interesting way to kind of trace how these maybe... um, innocent seeming things or like this woman who got on the school board and decided that she didn't like this textbook also led to this act of violence eventually like how these things happen and how things escalate in these kind of culture war issues Mm. so it's very interesting each episode is one incident 
Uh, they're only about 30 minutes long, but I thought it was uh, very interesting. And he's just a, he is a good storyteller, but it's very BBC. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't like that, then you won't like it. I do like the British podcast. I mean, it's very well done. It's, it's definitely interesting. Um, I just like, I love, I like that kind of like point of origin and seeing how Me it too. has these unintended consequences that even the people who did the initial thing weren't intending at all for sure. Um, the other podcast I listened to, and I've only listened to one episode because our friend Andy is on it. And this is a song called, I'm sorry, this is a podcast podcast called Soundtracker. And what they do is do a deep dive into famous soundtracks, movie soundtracks. Oh. Uh, it's very good. They go into the movie, then they'll go song by song on the soundtrack, and they're all iconic soundtracks. And the one that Andy did is from Singles. The Cameron Crowe movie from 1992 that is like all grunge music. This this soundtrack is very iconic, if, especially if you're of a certain age who grew up with grunge music as being the fucking cultural touchstone of that moment. Right. That movie soundtrack was everywhere. It has Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, um, Pearl Jam, obviously. Uh, so it was really interesting. I texted him. I was like, I'm really enjoying this. Like I literally Googled something like every five minutes. I was like, oh yeah, what was the name of that? Like, it's just funny because it goes into this period of time and uh, I just think it's really well done. I listened to like every song on the soundtrack when they were talking about the songs. It's very interactive in a way if you want it to be. Um, obviously you can just listen as well. But I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to checking out more of their soundtracks that they cover because I hadn't heard of this one uh, before, but they have things like Reservoir Dogs, Boogie Nights, Cruel Intentions. Like, so all of those soundtracks where it really was like songs that were in the movie and the soundtracks kind of had their own life. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, check it out. I thought it was uh, really good. I still haven't finished it because I was Googling so much <laughs> during it and playing things. And then I was like, I need to watch singles again. Uh, of course, it's not on any of my streaming apps that I subscribe to. And we subscribe to a lot. I subscribe to a lot. It's only available for rental. And that makes me so infurious that furious that, <laughs> that I like won't watch it now. Cause I'm like, no, it should be on one of my 10 subscriptions. <laughs> like this is ridiculous. Why am I paying three 99 for something when I already pay so much? Come on. I, I hear Especially you. that movie should just be on somewhere. That's a very famous. Uh, movie. Anyway. So that's my other podcast. I really liked listening to it. I listened to it all day today. Wow. Uh, I, I haven't, I haven't gone through everything What's yet. What's it called? Soundtrack? Soundtrackers. Do they have Jackie Brown on there? I don't think they've had it up that long. They should let me do the Jackie They have Jackie the Crow. They have the Crow. They have Top Gun. It's all mostly 80s and 90s because that is really that's like a heyday. era. Yeah, that's like the heyday of those big sound soundtracks. Um, Garden State, Boogie obviously. Nights. Boys in the Hood is on there. Um, so and they, they always kind of get a guest to talk to and they seem like they have pretty good guests as oh, well. Oh, Idle Hands. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I like music podcasts and there's not enough Meet ones. Meet the Deedles. That's funny. They have Meet the Deedles on here. Is the, see, I don't remember did that have Oh, it was a lot of Sublime. Oh no, no. What no, is on Meet the Deedles? Meet the Deedles was a I don't <laughs> even know. That's it's funny cuz I don't know what the soundtrack to Meet well, the Deedles is. Well, I think the guest picket The Lost Boys is obviously that's an iconic soundtrack. Right. Uh, I just mean that was like a Paul Walker movie with it's like from like the late 90s. It's like a I think it's a Disney movie. Well, the funny thing about sometimes sometimes with soundtracks is that sometimes the soundtrack it's is bigger. more popular than the movie. Yeah. 
Uh, so I would not be surprised. Oh, wait. <laughs> Meet the Teetles. Now I'm, it's, I'm like seeing the poster. That's what I'm saying. And it's coming back to me. Um, so it, this has a lot of mighty, mighty, mighty boss tones, cherry pop and daddies. So it had like that nouveau swing. It's kind of, it is? it's the third wave ska. Yes. What you're it's ska, to, third it's wave. ska, but with a little swing in there as well with cherry pop and daddies, et cetera. You know, yeah. it is ska. See, I would not do this soundtrack cause I don't really care for that. Uh, music. I don't know a lot of these bands, but I bet you they're popular ska bands. Um, okay, yeah. I mean, anyways, it's kind of interesting if you we, like soundtracks. We should be on this show. Absolutely. How uh, do what we would get you on, do? I would do Crooklyn or or Jackie Brown. Oh, those, those are, are my two favorite movie soundtracks. Um, I would definitely love to do Pretty in Pink. Oh, Desi. Because I loved that soundtrack and I love that movie. Yeah. So I could talk about the movie and the soundtrack. And I feel like those songs definitely fit. I would probably want to think about it more, but that was the first one that popped into my mind, Pretty in Pink, because I love that soundtrack. Right. And I remember when, um, getting it at a bar mitzvah. Oh my like, God. <laughs> <laughs> it was like way old too after it came out or something, but I was like, <gasps> I was like so excited because I like won it by the DJ had like albums he I mean, was giving out. it's an iconic album, uh, soundtrack. Totally. I remember like the look of it, it's like pink and gray and black, which is very uh, of that era as well. I love the song If You Leave. It has um, Suzanne Vega on it. It's a very good, it's, it's a, a very, very 80s. 80s new wave um, classic. All those bands. And the Psychedelic Furs, the title track. Pretty I mean, it's pink. just like, it's so good. Yeah. I love, absolutely love this that movie. This is my kind of podcast. I know. We got to get on. We got to get on the show. And bring on the dancing horses. I echo in the butt. I just love. So yeah, I should do that soundtrack. Yeah. You should do Crooklyn. We should go on separately. Separately. Because then we'll get two, they'll get two bangs for their buck. Exactly. (laughs) They'll get double promotion. Yeah. Triple promotion. And you want to have the person have their soundtrack. Yeah. That's personal to them. Right. And that's my personal soundtrack. And pretty important. I think both of our choices are excellent. And and they haven't been done. So yeah. And they're very different sonically. Yes. So yes. that would be a good contrast. Um, so yeah, I'll see what I can do. I think that guy follows me now who hosts it. Okay. His name is Eric Peacock. So check it out because uh, I think he just started out. So it would nice. be helpful to get new listeners. Um, I think, yeah. I mean, we talked a lot about food. We're going to go to Lowry's Prime Rib um, for Brendan's birthday. We will give you a nice update next week yep. on what we get there. Yep. Um, we're very excited. If you've been a longtime listener, you probably know we've talked about going to Lowry's before. <laughs> to say we've already planned out our meal is an understatement. It's an understatement. <laughs> we have options. We have backup plans. We have backup options. We all, okay, we were, plan, we were planning <laughs> the desserts we wanted to order right in front of Brendan, and then we're like, oh, wait, we should probably ask him. What do you want for your birthday? What, like, what kind of birthday? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's going to be a highlight of our week. Look, it's... I think Brendan can get what he wants. We can still get three desserts and take a bite. I agree. We don't... I mean, he can I want him to wants. get what he wants. If we don't want a bite and he doesn't want to share, which is his right on his birthday... He, he wants to share. We can... Uh, yeah, because everyone... Who doesn't want to try a bite of everything? He's he's a, a lot more giving with the uh, with the food. He, uh, with he the, the, is very uh, chill. And we chill. are uptight. We're uptight. <laughs> We're, we're, this is not a, we're not, this is a a bad, uh, personality defect that that, when we realize it, that it's our one thing we're very high strung about. (laughs) Desi and I are the people where if the waiter asks, would you like me to bring forks for the table? 
I start sweating. I break out into a cold sweat because I said, no, that's, that cheesecake <laughs> is for me. I don't look that like a bad person. That cheesecake <laughs> was just for me. I don't want to share it. Don't encourage no, the people. The worst thing is when they don't ask and they put it down with two. And it's like, I never said I was sharing <laughs> this. And now I have to look. Luckily, people in my life know oh. at this point that I'm not sharing. And they're like, no, 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 no I'm fine. And unless, I was like, thank you. Unless we've designated this as a sharing dessert experience and you're never sharing one no, i'm getting two because i want a bite of each you only share when there's there's things you want to share like that's it yeah i'm not sharing one dessert we did Come on. share we did share our valentine's dinner d- dessert though and i did ask him do you think it's gonna be enough and he's like yes, shout out honey. to holly <laughs> how big is it yeah it was a very it was a very how big is it moment um wait you shared that sunday the caramel the co- capetta? Yeah. yeah. Damn, you didn't tell me that. Dude. <laughs> me, I'm shocked. <laughs> not my idea. Because it, it's not that big. <laughs> I know. Well, and ice cream never takes up that much room. <laughs> we, blew, we blew our wad on the appetizers. Yes, that's because true. Because we did get a... Well, here's the thing. He blew his wad on the appetizers. Yeah. I was shocked because I usually what we do is we get two appetizers to share and two pizzas to share. Yeah. And they're like, you know, yeah. smallish pizzas or whatever. Of course. <laughs> it's a personal pizza. It's a personal pizza. Absolutely. They're not like extra large pizzas. No, it's a nice size. It's a small pizza. <laughs> so, but he insisted we get three appetizers, which included um, the meat. He wanted the meatballs. Of course, you he gotta. He wanted the meatballs. You gotta get the meatballs. And uh, we also got, uh, you know, I let him pick the appetizers. Oh. And he'd made good choices. He got the meatballs. We got, I had never had their calamari before. Have you? Ooh, no. Excellent. The best calamari I've ever had. I, they must use like rice flour or something because oh, it was battered. the yeah. lightest, crispiest. Do you want to comment? Mm. He's standing, but he's nodding his head right now. He's like agreeing he's that like, it was the he best. He gave me the Primo. Did he give you the chef's kiss? Not quite, but like definitely close. It was kind of It's definitely Staten Island. Like a yeah, more. We're just just goading him into talking. Uh, And what was the third? And then we also got a, we had to get a vegetable. Of course. We got the roasted carrot. Ooh, I like the carrot there. The carrot's good. It It has like very heavily seasoned. Is it like the cumin-y one? It's very cumin-y. And then it comes with like a yogurt, spiced yogurt dipping sauce. I've had that before. It's good. It's good. You and guys then, didn't get the white bean toast. I know. But it's so good. We got two different kinds of pizzas, and I got a pizza I had never tried there before because it's a seasonal pizza. Ooh, what was it? It's the Primavera, and it's it's like mozzarella base, like a white base. It's like a white pizza, okay. but it has um, pea tendrils. Oh, yum. And uh, there was some other greenery on so, it. Okay. And then also fresh ricotta. And yes. lemon zest. Ooh, it was just okay, so... Okay, the lemon zest sold me. It was so springy. Yeah, It was delicious. Good. And then we got um, the spicy salami pizza. Yum. I love that one. With the Fresno chilies. Yes, that's an excellent one. It was a great dinner. Ugh, that place just never fails. I've Everything never, there is so good. I've never had a bad meal at matzah. Even like this new stuff like that I'm like, I've never... I would never usually order this. It's good. Fried calamari... Is one of the things that can be so awful and yes. so good. Like there's no in between. No, this was like the yeah, best calamari I bet, I I've bet. ever had. Okay, well that's great. We're gonna have a detailed description detailed. of our 
prime rib Lowry's experience. As, Lowry's prime rib. As always, Desi and I will post pictures of our meal on our personal Instagram stories. Should we post on our podcast if you want account? To, no, because we can just do stories. No, they can follow us on our personal accounts. Okay. Our personal accounts are linked in the bio of the Hollywood crime yes. scene Instagram. So, so if you, you want to see food pics, if you want to see food pics or pictures of us, what selfies, bullshit, our cats or pictures of our cats, follow us on our personal account. Okay. Which you can find linked in the in bio our podcast of our account. podcast. Account. Okay. Uh, sounds good. We're looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward I know, to I it. I cannot wait. All right. Bye. bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.